There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Benched with Bubba. This is episode 27, and we are joined by one of the regulars from the original days of Benched with Bubba. It is glad to have him back. You know him from the regular episodes of UFC pay-per-view editions, and like I said, the original Bench with Bubba's, and Doc's Dogs. He is yeah. one of the... <laughs> SD originals as well. Doc, how are we doing tonight? Uh, pretty good, man. Busy, uh, busy. A lot of, a lot of stuff happening, man. It's, it's a whirlwind. It's nuts, nuts. Yeah, when we, I've been like talking with you, and we've, you know, we've been doing the UFC stuff. UFC's been awesome. We, we're always jacked up on UFC talk and NFL. You know, it's been kind of down season. Combine drafts coming up. It's kind of relaxing. We knew free agency was coming, and we text a lot about other stuff, and wow, shit hit the fan. um, A couple days ago, it got fun, and we were texting. I'm like, okay, I need to have you on. We need to talk about some stuff. We were kind of planning it. You hit me up and said, okay, let's have a – you can have – I'm available later this week. Let's do it. Perfect. Thursday night, let's record. Good. We did not expect Thursday day to happen. (laughs) That was not on the agenda for things to happen. I know it's crazy, <laughs> craziness, craziness. Uh, we we will get into that, but first, let's talk about something we both are very passionate about, and that is the UFC. And first, let's recap what took place this past Saturday night. And if you are not an avid MMA fan, you were probably very, very disappointed with what took place Saturday night. If you were an avid MMA fan, though, you loved Saturday night because the fights were amazing, in my opinion. The back and forth, just underdog stories, like literally from the grasp of defeat, it was just insanity. Insanity. Like, <laughs> I've never seen that many changes of just fortune. Um, I'll let you just kind of what, – what you can sum it up for us. What do you got? Hmm. Well, can't really sum it up in one word, but um, man, just it was a it was very interesting. Granted, the whole Khabib uh, Ferguson fight was really just I was really I was <laughs> I was pissed. I was so pissed um, that that fight didn't happen, but. Um, 
God, Bectic getting knocked out. Um, Tamer coming through for us. Um, and if you're not listening, um, if you if you're listening and you didn't listen to the 209 pod, um, when we were discussing all of the underdogs, um, uh, Dougie, and you can find him at California MMA, our regular guest on the pods, he did point out, what about a Woodley, Kelly, Tamer, and Mark Hunt round robin? Mm-hmm. Three of those dogs cashed. So that paid pretty nice. Um, so it was a good pay-per-view um, from a betting me. Um, I was disappointed to see Rashad lose. Um, I was actually really pulling for him. Um, that was kind of disappointing, but I could, I, I could, they could have gone, that could have gone either way. The fights were, I mean, Tamer dominated. Tamer, I scored that, I scored that fight 30-27. Um, I, um, okay, let's just get one thing straight. If you think Stephen Thompson should be the welterweight champion of the world, you are on fucking crack. Because there's no, there's no, and I'm going, and I went on Twitter and I saw a certain so-and-so say that, (laughs) hey, hey, even Dana White, even Dana White said that, that, that Wonder Boy won. Look, man, if if you're, if you're going back and then like, that's like, that's like me, that's like me saying, well, um, this guy said that, so it's. It means it, that doesn't. It, that's like doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean shit. Bottom line, Wonder Boy did nothing. All he did was land a partial. He partially landed a head kick. Um, Woodley took him down. Um, the last round should have been scored at ten eight. It was scored at ten eight. He knocked him down. Had him in trouble. Bottom line is Wonder Boy didn't do enough to take the belt. And as Ric Flair always says. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And Wonderboy did not beat Woodley, period. End of story. And I can't even believe that some people actually think that Wonderboy should be the champion. I'm like, wow, really? Really? Wow. So, yeah. Anyway. It was a good card. It was a really good card. Like the, uh, like I said, the back and forth. You had Al- Alcantara out of nowhere from like the grasp of defeat. He was Sick. getting his ass whoops and just turned a submission out of nowhere. The way he was able to move his legs to just turn that submission, insanity. Yep. Uh, it was sick. Bectic was in complete control of that fight, and it was like seconds after I tweet, as long as Bectic doesn't get sloppy, he he can't lose. What Spectic do? Gets sloppy and gets knocked the fuck out. Yep. <laughs> that was what and, happened. Like seconds after I tweeted it. I'm in I'm in the living room with my with uh, my buddies and we're watching the fights. And he survived that first round. And at the beginning of the second, I'm like, oh my god, man, Bectic's If Bectic doesn't put Bectic doesn't put him away this round, he's in trouble because I just had a feeling, and I didn't have any access to lie betting. Or I would have sprinkled on Elkins, and I heard he was something ridiculous. I already heard Bectic live before the knockout was like minus four thousand or some shit. Yeah, it was, it was something like ridiculous. Insane. 
It was insane. Uh, it was yeah. great. It was tons of fun. Um, like I said, if you weren't an MMA fan, you might have been bored, especially the main event. You don't get it. But it's why, like, if you watch if, – if you follow – some of the real beat reporters, they were mentioning things, and that's why the scoring system's trying to change, and Nevada doesn't completely follow it yet, and they're working on changing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the bullshit having to do a 10-9 round. The first two rounds should have been scored 9-9. Correct. If the only reason, or even the first, you could almost say first four rounds could have been scored 9-9. Um, mm-hmm if you don't have to give Thompson those first couple rounds, there is zero chance. He has a chance to win that fight. Zero. Correct. There is Correct. not a chance in hell. Like there's not even Correct. an argument. For it. And that's yeah. like, there, you have no, like, that's the whole point that people are missing. And that's all the crybabies have no clue. And the people crying have no concept of scoring a fight. That's what it is. Yeah, but he, we won't he, get him. He won name. the first fight, in my opinion, and he definitely won the second fight. So, yeah, the person's name rhymes with Sami C, but um, <laughs> we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> but um, going on about uh, two oh nine, Woodley is the champ. I pray to God we don't see a third fight because on paper, you and I agree he has won both fights, even though technically it's one zero and one. Um, and we, you know, Rashad. You know, we said it before he got knocked out by Bader. We were both on Bader heavy. We both said Rashad's done. We gave him a second chance. We said it on the 209 pod. He looked amazing, and he did. He looked he looked like a whole different fighter in the octagon that night at 185. Um, he's come out and said, I'm not retiring. He's saying all these things. I don't know. You, you know, these guys never know when to quit. We say it all the time. Yeah. Um, what 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 fights are you looking to make after two hundred nine? Okay. First off, this is coming out of like nowhere. I'd like to see this fight, and if you think about it, it makes total sense. Rashad Evans against Hector Lombard. Ooh. I'd like to see that fight. Um, Sneaky good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Woodley. Um, I guess he would get the winner of Masvidal and Maya, which I think Maya will, will probably submit him. So I think uh, Maya Woodley stylistically is a very intriguing matchup. Very intriguing because two, two completely different fighters because on paper, yeah. you know, you got to use the wrestler, but there's no chance in hell he wants to go to the ground with Maya. He would get destroyed yeah. on the ground like seconds. <laughs> right. No, yeah. Um, Ferguson, I guess you got to give him Connor, but I don't know what Connor's plans Connor's are. Yeah, Connor's being a bitch. Um, Alistair Overeem, man. So, can, I, can I ask you a question on that one, um, real sure. quick? I, 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 and this isn't me because I'm saying because I had Hunt. I had that fight. I could see it being 1919. I had it two rounds to none. Hunt. I thought Hunt was really beaten up on Reem. What did you think going into that before Reem started landing those knees that were just disgustingly brutal? <laughs> I had a, I had a one, I had a one round apiece. Okay, I, I, I agree. But that was that I, that fight was entertaining as hell to me. Those guys were just going that, for that was glory. That was awesome. <laughs> but okay, continue on that one. But um, Alistair Overeem, um, I guess maybe Francis Nagano. 
<laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Sure. That would um, be amazing. Um, I think... Uh, let's see some other guys that were on the card. Um, what do you give Alcantara? Uh, I don't know. Or Tamer. Go, yeah, go with Tamer. Uh, maybe Tamer and Alcantara. That would be interesting. Um, uh, Tamer is... Tamer's good. Tamer's going to be very good. And the, and the thing that caught me off guard was at the end, the third round, when he was taking Venata down. Oh, yeah. And and uh, mm-hmm. well, what a performance, man. Uh, and we all said it. I mean, we, we all agreed on the pod that Venata was just completely overhyped. Oh, yeah, no, he was and, our uh, unanimous. He's got to get better in other, uh, other points of his game. He's got to get better. Um, yeah. but, but, I mean, but Tamer is, was the superior striker. Um, and you know, you can do all the wheel kicks you want, but, um, you got to have other facets to your game. So, um, Mm -hmm. eventually people are going to figure you out. Yeah, no, I I like Tamer a lot. I was big on him in the, the ultimate fighter. He just barely lost. He almost won that whole show. Just barely lost that fight Mm -hmm. to win the whole thing. He's a hell of a fighter. And we like on the, on the pod, we, uh, that was our unanimous docky selection. He was a plus 300, almost plus 400 dog. We were all on him, and he yeah. owned that fight. And that was funny when you're watching it. They were all saying, there's no way Tamer wants to go to the ground, and within seconds, boom, takes him to the ground. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. It was great. Awesome. It was awesome. I love that. I love, that was a great fight. That was a great yeah. fight. But, but all right. Uh, moving on, there's a, a fight night in Brazil. Coming up this weekend, some really, really intriguing fights coming up. Um, you have a preview coming out this weekend. Did you want to hit any, uh, hit, hit anything on that, or just want to wait for the card coming out uh, on the site? Um, well, I will say that there are a lot of interesting fights. I think this is going to be a very, very entertaining card. Um, I think it's going to be uh, some finishes. Um, uh, there's a couple of things I put in there. I'm going to try to actually finish that up tonight. If I can't, it's going to be out tomorrow. But um, I didn't go over every fight, but I went through some of the ones that are, that are somewhat interesting. I think the um, um, I think the uh, Honey Jason uh, God, what's his name? Kennedy. Kennedy fight. That's a pretty interesting fight. Um, I think the um, Barboza Dariush fight is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, I, as you know, that uh, Dariush kind of opens up some wounds for me. I'm still salty about that Michael Johnson loss. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see uh, Formiga fight Borg. Um, That's a great Formiga, fight. Formiga opened up a, a favorite, and now he, now he's a dog. And I bet him today at Ooh. plus one twelve. And I and I bet him. So, uh, more than my normal bet, so I do like Formiga a lot. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a good fight card. It's going to be a good fight card. Yeah, looking forward to it. it should be really good. Um, a fight card that I'm stoked about. We still have UFC 210 coming up. Cormier Rumble, assuming Cormier doesn't get hurt or something along the way, which is par for yeah. the course. Um, UFC 211 in Dallas. Um, we talked about it on 209 was an outstanding card. Since 209, they announced Alvarez Poirier, which is 
amazing. And then today I sent you an all caps text message because one of my favorite fighters of all time got announced. Frankie Edgar's fighting. And this card just gets better and better. Um, like if I had money, extra money to spend and free time to spend, I'd fly to Dallas because this is like the ultimate card right now to me. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. Um, I think the um, once you thought the Alvarez Poirier um, match was unbelievable, I think Edgar Rodriguez is going to be sick. That's going to be a nasty fight. I'm really looking forward to that. Absolute brawl. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> Can they make it a, five that's rounds? That's going to be a fun Oh, please. I'd, please. I'd like five rounds. Um, <laughs> my God. It's I, – um, I think – that's right now that's that's the this is the best card they've had all year by far and it's not even close and i think this card would actually be better than 209 if khabib and ferguson want to fight oh but yeah easily easily yeah yeah um yeah i'm uh i'm pretty stoked i'm pretty stoked they're they're not going to be able to they're not going to be able to top this card unless connor comes back this year either there's there's nothing that's going to top it right uh, now in my opinion. Yeah. We've got a lot of interesting fights coming up, man. Um I mean hell the the fight night this the fight night this weekend, you got a fight night next weekend, um with Manoa. Yeah. It's it's uh and they, they more it's it's great. I, I like it. It's awesome. All right. I'm, well I'm, let's I'm, get I'm in stoked. I'm stoked. Yeah, the UFC is just on fire, and if you're not paying attention to the UFC pods, if you're not paying attention to Doc's tweets or my tweets or the Sports Degen's tweets or Dougie's tweets or any tweets that involve the UFC, you're crazy because it is awesome right now. Um, I know some people are down on the product as a whole because, you know, the name value is not there. But if you like good MMA, there is tons of talent to enjoy. It is there and is awesome on all. Almost like at least three weekends a month. It is outstanding. Um, so it's there. Check it out. Um, it's just awesome. But let's get to the meat yep. and potatoes right now. The sport that can consume us nearly year-round, it has us by the short hairs, and it did it yet again. And we don't even have a game to enjoy until nearly August. The NFL. Um you know, it was it was wet and wild when like the Jets released Brandon Marshall and the Chiefs released Jamal Charles and a couple other things happened. We thought that was big news for our podcast, Doc. Um, since then, Brandon Marshall's been signed. What do you think about that signing? Uh, very good signing for the Giants. Very good signing, and I I, uh, I am a guy that. Um, I'm a Patriot fan, and most people would think that I hate the Giants. I actually respect the Giants a lot. I think they're a well-run organization. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I have no ill will towards the Giants. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a great signing. Uh, they got a great core of wide receivers now. They got uh, Brandon Marshall along with an emerging Sterling Shepard along with um, OBJ, if he can catch the ball, yeah. Um, they they got a solid team. They're 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 going to be right in the hunt. Yes, and I know. 
and, and, and I and I and I like to point this out and every. <laughs> I, I I will say this is that championships, playoff spots, they're not won in March. They're won in November and December. So um, I try not to get too excited about stuff, but it it, it does uh it, it makes it makes it um it makes you want want football that much more. And then you got the draft coming up, and yeah, it's 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 fun. it's awesome. It's awesome by by the Giants too. Yeah, it was a great signing. That receiving core is ruthless. Get a couple more. Get a couple of linemen that can uh, help Eli stand up straight. Um, sure, that'll look that'll look pretty scary there. Uh, nice one-two punch, and you said Shepard maybe in the slot or something. Nice, mm-hmm. nice little combo there. Or you could even put you know Beckham in the slot. He could be filthy there. Sure, um, you could have all kinds of options there. And 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 the great thing is like and we'll talk about it here in a minute with another signing that kind of caught me off guard, but the the contract the the numbers for Marshall, I think they got a steal unless I'm missing something, but um, very good deal. Um, the Chiefs, like I said last week, they released Jamal Charles. We know he's battled injuries, knee injuries. Um, you got to expect, you know if he can get healthy and that's a big, if you know, running backs are only good for a few seasons these days and he was running to the ground. They used him and used him and used him. Um, he's going to get a shot somewhere. Um, what do you, what do you think you can expect from a guy like Charles? If it's even worth it? I know like he'd be perfect on a team like the Patriots, a third down receiving back. He's, cause he's one sure. of the best receiving backs in all of football. Sure. Um, I think if you sign him, it's kind of a uh, – why not? The guy's going to be hungry to come back. Um, guys like that, they want to prove a point. They want to kind of show everybody, you know, show the Chiefs that they made a mistake and whatnot. So um, if I was a GM and I had the chance to sign him for, you know, the right price tag, of course. But, yeah, I think he's definitely worth it. I mean, the guy can produce. It's just – a matter of him staying healthy. So, um, yeah, he's a yeah great change of pace back. Um, limit his carries. Don't run him to the ground um, or into the ground. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think he's a. I think he can still be productive in this league. I really do. Speaking of the Chiefs, they um, big big deal. Eric Berry, great story. He had cancer. As much as we know. He's 100% clear of cancer. We know things can come back. We hope to God it doesn't come back. But played right. great last season, um, and they he got paid. Big six-year deal. One of the best safeties in all of football. Um, they rewarded him. And six years is a big deal. And we know how football, that's not all – he's not going to be there probably all six years. You never know. Yeah. Um, all guaranteed money. But he got a big stack of it. Mm-hmm. Um what do you think of the Barry deal? You had to. Guy's the heart and soul of that defense. Um, he is worth every penny. Um, uh, he's the best safety in the league, hands down. Um, he's a tone setter on defense. He's a playmaker. Um, look at the time when he went to Atlanta this year. Um, you know, the two-point conversion and 
um, returned it back for two points. That was sick. I mean, the, the guy makes plays. Um, he's he's worth it. He's one of the best players in the league, period. And uh, I sure would love to have him on the Patriots. He's like he's like uh, Rodney Sutton on steroids. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, <'cause, laughs> that's crazy because Rodney was on steroids. Yeah, not easy. <laughs> <laughs> easy. Okay, when he was on the Chargers, wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, when he was on the Chargers with a junior. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, let's first we're going to talk about one team, another team in the AFC. Before we get to your boys, we're going to talk about the Steelers, who made a couple really, really big moves. Moves they had to make. Because we know yep. Big Ben is literally on his last legs, <laughs> literally. Um, he's yep. only going to be standing up a little bit longer. Uh, so they had to do it. They franchise tagged Le'Veon Bell, which is a fat deal in the franchise tag world for running backs. And then they gave Antonio Brown one a hell of an extension. They also gave um, James Harrison. They re-signed him to a couple-year deal. So they brought some key pieces back to make one more big run with Ben. Maybe, you know, two or three more years with him, given Bell's obviously only for one more year for now. You can tag him another, I think, one or two more years, how that works. Not exactly mm-hmm. sure of the whole duration there. Um, first off, how many more years do you think the Steelers really legitly have with Ben? And these are like your main main competitors in the AFC. They had to do it. Is this still your main competitors, basically is what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I think that the thing that I questioned was the fact that after they lost to the Patriots, Big Ben was actually hinting of retirement. Um, I don't think he's going to retire, but uh, man, the guy's taking a lot of punishment. You have to kind of wonder how long, how much longer he's going to be there. Um, it wouldn't shock me if they actually we're looking for a quarterback in this draft. Um, but yeah, uh, you had to tag bell. You had to get, I don't know about the mega deal to Brown, but apparently they, he's made amends with the Roonies about the whole Facebook live incident. Um, and they do have a lot of good young players on defense. Um, again, that front four or um, those four linebackers they have with the aging Harrison, of course, but, you got um, uh, Bud Dupree, who's a real thumper. Um, uh, God, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shazier, who I absolutely just a guy. I can't say enough good things about the guy's an unbelievable player. Um, and call. you know they've quietly they, they've they've quietly built rebuilt their defense. Um, they got the they got the players to do it, man. It's just the coaching and. That's another. That's another story for another day. But um, we'll we'll see. Steelers aren't one aren't the, aren't aren't the franchise to make rash moves when it comes to coaches because they've only had three coaches. So yeah. Oh yeah. Now Tomlin's probably going to be there until he wants to leave. The way they do things. So sure. He's be sure. There. Wow. All right. Let's move on to uh, to your boys. They they've been rather active. Very compared to uh, to compared to what they usually do. First, before we talk about what they've been up to, you know, the last day or two, I have mm-hmm. a, a question about 
your pretty boy quarterback, and not Tom, your other one, mm-hmm. Jimmy G. Um, everyone under the sun swore to God he was getting traded because that's what, you know, that's what Papa Billy, Billy Belichick does there. He, he, he shows the new toy for a game or two and gets like a second round pick. And that's what he does. Um, but no, they flat out said, we are not trading him. We are keeping him because I think they realized Tom's not moving like he once did. And he's starting to throw an occasional duck. He might only have a year or two left. We might want to start thinking about having a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. It could be totally wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, is is there any is there any validity to that? Or are they just being coy? Because that's a total Belichick move is to just play. He's like the best poker player on the face of the planet. And are they just shopping him secretly for a better deal? I don't think they're shopping, shopping him. I don't. Um, I think – there is a succession plan in place. And okay. I think they've been uh, maybe up front with Tom. Um, uh, but, uh, I mean, a lot of the new – I mean, Tom Brady's got up here, you know. Oh, yeah. um, he is just – but this is the thing that people have to cope with. I mean, reality, no matter how well you take care of your body, um, he's probably the best – He's he his the shape he's in is just ridiculous for his age, but in the back of Bill Belichick's mind, he knows that when a, the decline of a quarterback happens, it happens fast. And 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 I'm I'm actually I actually talked to a buddy of mine today, and he's like, you know, it happens with every athlete. It happened. He gave a good comparison, a, a good, uh, like a good, he compared it with Sugar Shane Mosley when he rocked Floyd Mayweather and tried to put him away in that third round. Ever since that round, he was never the same fighter. Mm-hmm. It's just you hit, you hit a certain point and the decline starts. And for quarterbacks, the decline happens like it quickly, it's boom. And there is no going back. Uh, uh, yeah, it happens quick. So, um, I mean, I guess we'll just wait and see what happens. But I think there's a plan in place. I think the people, I think the coaching staff, I think they know they have their heir apparent to Brady. There's no doubt in my mind. Okay. So they are that, – that's their plan. Another pretty boy quarterback I, New England. Great. So I have another one to hate. Yep. That's outstanding. Sure. Yep. Great. Okay. That's all. Well, it makes sense. But uh, okay, let's get into what you guys have actually been doing today, and that's spending money. Um, you have another great, great piece in the secondary. I'll let you have the floor because you were so excited about it. I wake up with an alert from Sports DJ's Twitter account saying the Patriots signed Mr. Gilmore. Take the floor. Okay, I'm very excited about Stephon Gilmore. Um, very excited that they signed him. It was a surprise to me, but it's pretty obvious they play the Bills twice a year. When Belichick likes a player, he gets them. Um, and they didn't pay an outlandish amount, but they paid him pretty big money, which means they're not going to pay Malcolm Butler. Uh-huh. And 
their focus as far as re-signing their own guys, I think the top priority is Dante Hightower. And Belichick loves him. He's the leader of the defense. He's the quarterback of the defense. And he wears 54 just like Teddy. I think they're going to try to work out a deal where Dante's a Patriot for, for the rest of his career. And I hope that's the case. Butler. Butler is a hero here. Game winning interception against the Seahawks. He's um, a, a success story like, like, uh, like only you could find around here. It's just an undrafted free agent that makes an unbelievable play in the Super Bowl, and, and you know he went up from there. And he's been an, he's been a great player. But this is the thing. I the way I thought about it was this. Um, and about this whole Malcolm Butler for Brandon Cooks trade. I, kn- I, I don't like the deal because Cooks is, from what I've heard, is selfish. And um, I don't like the idea of bringing in a guy, a new wide receiver to their wide receiving core and paying this guy a lot of money to where you have guys like Edelman and that's somewhat of a that's 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 very very odd but the way i look at it i look at it also like this malcolm butler what did they what did they what did they use to get him mm-hmm. he was an undrafted free agent mm-hmm. so now they're going to trade an undrafted free agent for a, for a first round co- uh, yeah. caliber wide receiver yeah. And take the money that was intended for Butler and use it to sign, re-sign Hightower. In the meantime, okay. you get Stefan Gilmore. There you go. Yep. That's what I was trying to cheer you up earlier today when you weren't happy about it. I was trying. It. And I tried to think about it. I thought about it, thought about it. Like, how? well, how did Malcolm Butler get here? What did they use to get him? Mm-hmm. Cooks, Burner. We'll see what happens. And Bill, we trust. That's what we say around here. That's what I told you. I said, trust me. If Bill's on board, you're going to be fine. If you said he's a, he said he's a club, he's not good in the clubhouse. I said, if Bill is willing to take him on, he'll be just fine in the clubhouse. He makes these things work. <laughs> yes, Bill's not. Bill's Bill's not going to let him be a clubhouse cancer. They will be gone before they open their mouth. If that's the case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very simple. We've seen this thing work. Clubhouse cancers come to Miami. They don't go to New England. <laughs> and Cincinnati, too. Cincinnati. Yes, this is how it works. Um, and like I told you, Cooks has a shiny new toy that Tom is going to love, and it might give him another year or two under center. <laughs> Think about these things. Yes. I hate this trade. I really do. <laughs> I really, really do. I hear um, what else? Uh, any other rumors besides that, or are you just kind of waiting and seeing for New England? Um, oh, well, they re-signed Allen Branch, um, who is a key run blocker cog inside that defensive line. Um, I really like the fact that they re-signed him. Um, other than that, it's been it's been kind of just kind of a wait and see kind of deal. Um, Gilmore, I was really, really, I was, I was really surprised this morning, but I was happy. I really like the guy. I think he's a very good player. Um, so, I mean, I've seen him. I've seen him play more, uh, many times. So, um, we'll see what happens. 
Okay. We'll see what happens. Just keep cleaning up the confetti. Everything will be fine. Um, That's right. One side note, you mentioned, you know, Teddy, good old Teddy. I'm curious. You mentioned Hightower's wearing his number. How the hell have they not retired Teddy's number? The numbers are very hard to retire around New England. Okay. That's just the way just, it is. That's surprising because I know how I know how loved Teddy Bruschi is in New England. That's really surprising. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's on commercials, everything. Yeah. Yeah. And now he works for the four-letter – and now he works for the Ford Letter Network. So yeah, the one that's going to go under here real soon. It's going to be real, real interesting. It's fun, but we digress. All right, um, moving on to uh, Kirk Cousins. This is one that's really entertaining to me. So Cousins, everyone's got an opinion on Cousins. He puts up great offensive numbers, but everyone says he's a horrible quarterback, and he has to put up these numbers because he puts his teams in these shitty situations. Take it as you want. But um, they franchise tagged him again. I believe it's the last year they can do these things. He's demanding a trade. Literally today they told him, no, we're not trading you. Deal with it. So he agreed. He's signing the tender. It is what it is. They also today fired their GM after two years, who I would believe I was reading has a alcohol problem. Um, All kinds of fun stuff in the nation's capital. Um, all kinds of fun stuff. It's not just in the White House, folks. It's everywhere. There's all kinds of fun <laughs> stuff happening. Um, so I actually think Cousins is a decent quarterback. I, just, I, I the Redskins are a bad football team, but they can I, uh, I, Yeah, it's just yeah, they're not a bad bad football team, but they're not good. It's like no. he's not a great quarterback. But if you look around the league, I take him on a lot of football teams. <laughs> so like a lot of the shit he gets, I don't understand. Um, at the same time, when you get franchise tag, he's getting like twenty something, like twenty two or three million dollars. I keep my mouth shut personally. But um, where do you think? Because obviously he's not going anywhere this year. Where do you think a good landing place would be for Kirk Cousins? Just off the top of your head, I know you didn't really plan for this one, but you had to spit San Francisco. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the ideal place, but that's not happening now because they told him he's not getting traded. But I would he has do, to wait. I would tweet my way out of Washington if I were him. Oh, he needs Deshaun Jackson. Though. I would not we'll get into that. He, yeah, and Deshaun Deshaun what? Jackson's gone. I would not sign that. Not sign that. I would not sign that tender if I were him. Yeah, when he agreed to sign that later this earlier this evening, that was the worst thing he could have agreed to do. Yeah, he should have. He should have. Yeah. He should have done what what the the coach or what uh, the coach did on Major League when Billy Dorn uh, said, "I have a contract that says I don't have to do any calisthenics I don't ever want to do." And the coach literally threw it on the ground and fucking unzipped his pants and pissed on it right at third base. That's what he should have done to the tender. <laughs> yeah. That's what he should have done to it. But um, I'm just curious because Kirk Cousins getting dicked around. I think I understand the franchise tag for like one year, but after a while, it's like you should have the right to test free agency. There's a point. I just don't I, get it. The way I see it, what free agent would want to go there? Yes. Look at the way they're treating Cousins. Why would anybody want to go there? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Seriously, pretty bad. it sounds like a dumpster fire to me. Hey, you know who wants to go there right now? Darrell Revis, because he's unemployed. And because um, <laughs> you know where he's probably going? Jail. 
Um, <laughs> Maybe. Revis Island's going to be in the middle of Alcatraz. Um, <laughs> but that's a whole other story we don't have to get into right now. But um, let's talk about some of the signings that have taken place in the last few days. And you mentioned the 49ers. Segway. They've been busy. They signed mm-hmm. Robbie Gold, who was out of the NFL for most of last season. That'll be interesting because they lost yeah. Phil Dawson, who signed elsewhere, who was a very good kicker. Um, we'll get into Phil Dawson. A lot of kickers changed places this uh, today, which some really good ones. Um, they signed Robbie Gold, who I thought should have been kicking last year because we saw how many shitty kickers there were. Um, they signed him. Here's the one where I thought Brandon Marshall was a steal. They signed Peter Wader to a deal where he's getting at least $16 million in his first season. For those that don't know French, that's Pierre Garçon. Um, that is an interesting deal. I'm not against Pierre Garçon. He's a good receiver. Mm-hmm. But that's a hell of a contract. Yes. And he's hell getting, he's, he's getting up there too. Yeah. He's not, he's not a, a young buck anymore, as they say. Yeah. No, I don't, know what they have going on there. I really don't don't know. And uh I guess we'll just wait and see. But I don't think they're gonna win many football games this year. At the same time they signed Brian Hoyer to a two year twelve million dollar deal. All things oh. all things considered, market value not bad, but you agree he's not gonna be their starter. No. Who do you think is going to be their starter? If you had a spitball. Hmm. Uh, God, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. I don't. I, I, I honestly, I, I honestly, uh, I don't see them getting Cutler. Um. Uh, you just got to think about who the who the head coach is, Shanahan, previous quarterbacks, Cousins, one being one. Man, I don't. I have no clue. I probably going to be whoever they draft. I mean, they're going to draft a quarterback. I'm sure. Um, God, I hope it's not Hoyer for the sake of 49ers fans. Good lord. Then they signed the fullback out of Baltimore, Kyle. I'm not going to attempt his last name. They made him the highest fullback ever at four years, $21 million. Um, the only answer I'm getting out of all my buddies out here that are Niners fans, their answer is we have to do it because no one wants to play for the Niners, so we have to overpay. That's the answer I'm getting from everybody. Welcome to the Niners. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's so bad. That's so yeah. bad. That's so bad. Yep. So, yeah, good times out here in San Francisco, folks. New head coach. Um, it's a nice, shitty new stadium, if that makes any sense. It's hot as balls to start the season, and it's going to be a shitty project product on the field once again. Welcome it's, to San Francisco. Let me ask, let me ask you this. Out of if if there was a top ten list of most hated people in California, where would Jed York rank on that list? Oh man, he's he's up there. He's <laughs> way up there. It's tough because yeah. it's tough because yeah, there's some government officials that are pretty sh- 
fucked up right now. But, um, yeah, Jed York, if you just go from a sports perspective, he's way up that list right now. Because now that the Rams are in California, they've pissed a lot of people off lately. So they're, they're helping, and the buses aren't doing very good right now either. So they're taking some heat. But Good Lord. But Jed York was really, really, especially the last year or so, that whole stadium thing, because it's not even in San Francisco. It's, in, it's closer to me now than it is to San Francisco. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. I can yeah. get there faster like, on San Francisco. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like that one time um, when I fr- actually first moved up to New England. Um, Bob Kraft was threatening to move the stadium to Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, that would have been – because Hartford is nasty, Hartford is gross. That would have never. That would have never worked. Yeah, some people. Some people. Yeah, let's talk about some other signings. We mentioned it before. We were talking before we started. A nice signing for the new Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Philip Rivers, another quarterback on his last legs, needs a little protection. So they went out and got a former Denver Bronco, Russell Okun, signed him to a nice four-year contract. What do you think about that one? Love the signing. Very good signing for them. Very good signing for them. Here's one that I loved your tweet you put on the Sports DGens Twitter account, the Sports DGens, at the Sports DGens. Um, <laughs> let's just say the Browns are going to Browns. Um, is the best way I can phrase this one. Um, so the Browns and the Texans made a trade if you didn't see it today. Um, the Texans are in the market for Tony Romo. We'll get to that later. Um, so they had to clear some space, especially at the quarterback position. And they had a quarterback worth a lot of money. They didn't want to pay him anymore. They want to cut him. They still have to pay him. So they found someone to take care of that, and that someone is always someone that just takes care of shit. The Cleveland Browns. <laughs> um, so the Browns decided they'd take, take Brock Osweiler and his $16 million, plus a second-round pick from the Texans because that's how nice they are. A uh, compen- that the second round pick in 2018, not not this not this year, 2018, yeah. plus a compensatory 2017 sixth round pick. The Browns all they had to give up with it was a compensatory fourth round pick this year. Pretty good deal, right? <laughs> I don't get it. Cleveland rocks. Drew Carey said it. Mm. My God. That's so bad. Like, really, what are the Browns thinking? I don't know. I have no clue. I can't know what. I credit Bob McNair for pulling off a fucking miracle. Who's banging who and has pictures of it? uh, Somebody's got some dirt. Oh, my God. What what awful. And I just, I, I laughed. I, I, I saw the alert on my phone and I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. And this guy I was with was like, what? What? I was like, okay, okay, okay. The Houston Texans have traded Brock, <laughs> Brock Osweiler and two picks and a bag of shit too. And um, to guess who? And he was like, I don't know. I was like, just guess. He's like, I don't know. I said, the Browns. He was like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> exactly. That's the problem. Is it makes sense to everybody? That's the problem. 
it makes sense. Unbelievable. No, Unbelievable. you know what the really bad part is? Is I saw that in our group group DM deal. I, I, I see that the deal is from Adam Schechter. I literally had to check to make sure it was his actual account. Yeah, because I just like, well, this can't be real. This can't. No one. Ha- the NFL could not allow this, could they? This can't be real. No, it was real, and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it either. I, I, I. Wow. Talking about another, talking about another Browns are going to Browns move. Maybe I'm just totally misunderstanding this one. So you have a talented wide receiver in Terrell Pryor, who I thought had a very, very good season. He's a free agent. He wants he's to free. resign with you because he's still smoking that great Ohio State weed, apparently. <laughs> and instead, you give Kenny Britt a four-year deal worth $8 million a year. What am I missing here? I don't know. I uh, don't know. Kenny Britt, I don't know. I mean, and the thing okay. you got to ask yourself also is, is Josh Gordon ever actually going to play football again? No, no, he's not. Every time he does, he does something stupid. So no, he's gonna he he's gonna join Darrell Revis in jail somewhere. That's where he's going. I gave up. I feel. I know that sounds really bad of me, but I've given up hope. No, I understand. I I you know what? That is like a true. That is such a shame. All that talent. That guy is. is so special. That guy is so such a special player, and he just. Fuck, man. So One of the best players I've ever seen. When he was healthy, he was lighting people on fire. Yeah, he was. Or healthy he and out of, out of trouble. He's got, he was amazing. This guy has his gear. His He's got a different gear, and it just, wow. Doc, he, made, he made Brian Hoyer look like an NFL quarterback. He did. That's what the Niners saw. Oh well. Hey, we forgot to mention one of your uh, your Patriots made a trade today. Also, you got a new tight end. What do you think about Dwayne Allen for a fourth round pick? I do like Dwayne Allen a lot. I think he's a good blocker. Um, pretty good tight end. Um, Belichick's liked him for a while, so uh, very good. Hopefully, Gronk can be healthy, and we'll see what happens. But yeah, I like the signing a lot. I think it's good. Okay, we mentioned him earlier. Uh, oh, sorry. Continue. No, no, that's it. No, I, I like the signing a lot. I like the trade. We mentioned this name earlier, Kirk Cousins. He's the idiot signing his tender, going back to Washington without one. Well, he already lost Garcon. He lost his other weapon to Sean Jackson because Deshaun Jackson signed a three-year, $33.5 million deal to go play catch in Tampa Bay which I think is going to be outstanding yeah. for Tampa Bay. I think that's a phenomenal signing. Yeah. Now you have a deep threat to go along with that pretty potent offense. I think that is outstanding. Outstanding. I do too. Yeah, him with Mike Evans. Yes. That's, that's pretty sick. That, and I that think I, 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 yeah. I've, I've, made it, I've made it known. I, I've made it known. I think, uh, I think Winston is going to be – He's going to be a really, really good player in this league. I think yeah. he's, he's just – he's special. He's going to be really good, really good. Yeah, that team was already on the come up, and um, that's a big boy move right there because uh, mm. 
Deshaun, you know, for all his flaws and goofiness, whatever anybody wants to say about the guy, when his head's when his head's all there and everything, that boy can play. And uh, he yes, gives he you that he gives you that added dimension out there that's just freaky, very very yep. freaky. And yep, uh, there's good. a lot to be, lot to be said about that. Um, the what do we have here? You got your Stefan Gilmer. I mentioned that Panthers Eagles, got him. Eagles. Eagles. Oh, the Eagles! Yes, the Eagles. Alshon Jeffrey. The Eagles have landed Alshon Jeffrey, one year, $14 million. Another Brandon Marshall, two years, $12 million. Alshon Jeffrey, I know the age difference. I get it. But talent-wise, production-wise, for one season, going to be pretty close, I tell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. One year, $14 million in, in the city of brotherly love. You know, the ginger's got to be – or the, Wentz has to be quite happy. <laughs> What's that now? I said Wentz has to be quite happy. Oh yeah, I mean they were. I you know what the thing the thing that was funny was that um, before the trade deadline uh, during the season, like Philly was like they really wanted Alshon Jeffrey. So, um, yeah, he's going to be. I think Alshon Jeffrey f- is is going to put up some numbers. He's, he's very, very talented. I think he was wasting away in Chicago. He's uh, well, there's he's a, race. He's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll get to that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Please let's, let's get to that. <laughs> I have that circled. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> let's get to it now. Segway. Alshon Jeffries, first off, okay. no, Alshon Jeffries, I agree. That guy is super talented. I have, he's, he's been banged up the last couple seasons, and he was wasting away because um, the way we used to phrase him in fantasy, because I used to love him, I draft him all the time, but it was a shame because you'd only see him be productive because he was always on team garbage time because the only time you get his production is when the guy we're going to talk about pretty soon, when we don't mention him by name just na- yet – had to throw it all over the place because they'd be behind because of his four interceptions beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only reason why the guy is so talented. Just throw it up, and he's—I'm not going to say he's like as a Des Bryant type, but he's pretty darn close. Like he's in yeah. that realm. Yes, he's a—he's very, a very, very good athlete. Um, so Eagles are going to like him a lot, a lot. Yep. Um, definitely brings a new element to the NFC East. Um, definitely something to look for in that division, no doubt about it. Segway. The guy we're talking about is no longer on the Bears. So, Alshon, it's a good thing you're not there because the guy replacing him might not be any better. But, but um, <laughs> Jay Cutler is unemployed, still banging a chick from uh, Laguna Beach, but uh, he's unemployed. Uh, that's Chris, that's Christian Cavallari for those of you at home. But um, Jay Cutler is unemployed. If you didn't hear me, he's unemployed. They cut him today. You can still Google his pictures of smoking cigarettes and stuff on the sideline, but he's unemployed. Doc, your thoughts. I want, uh, you know, there's, there's uh, a, 
in this world that I want. It's many things. Um, I want a bigger house. Um, I want a new avalanche. Um, and I want Jay Cutler to sign with the New York Jets. And so do I. As a Dolphins fan, so do I. I swear to God. And I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying this because of how. Well, do you, do you know why I'm saying this? Do you know why I want Jay Cutler to sign with the Jets? Because, because the internet will blow up. The internet. Not not only the internet will blow up, but I can't wait for every Sunday to look at Ed's tweets about the Jets. Oh yes. This thing we do. I can't wait to see his Twitter account. Like just totally shitting on the Jets, like every Sunday. Like I, I can't, and I can't wait to hear. Um, oh, what's his nuts? Uh, Francesa. Oh, <laughs> I just, I, I, I really want to hear it. I can't wait. I, I, I really hope it happens. There's a couple of Barstool New York guys that are Jets fans. Mm-hmm. They're already, they're already starting campaigns to not sign with the Jets. It, it's outstanding. Like the world will come unglued. It's going to be good. Happen. Oh, it is. It, like the writing's on the wall. Oh, yes. It's like, wait. It's, it's like it's, when the plagues happened in Egypt and they had to put blood over the doors. It's already happening. <laughs> it's like, it's like a fucking lunar <laughs> eclipse, man. Yes. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I think he already purchased the house. I think he already bought Sanchez's house. I think he bought Sanchez's house. Oh, dude! I don't know. I'm just just making shit up. I'm just, I'm just doing headlines, headline grabs. Um, We should, we should do, we should, we should do. We should start tweeting like. Well, yeah. Well, no. We we should do like a countdown clock on our website of (laughs) countdown to Cutler in New York. Let's let's make a pool, a square pool, a a calendar, and you can buy days. Which day until he signs? <laughs> the day he signs the winner, the day wins money. I'm it's praying. like a birth pool. It's like I'm a birth pool. <laughs> I'm praying, dude. I'm so praying. I can't wait. Oh yeah, we should happens. do a countdown block. That'd be fucking great. I can't wait. All right. So <laughs> the guy that replaced him looks like he could still be a junior high at times. Um Looks like he gets his hair cut with a bowl around his head. Um, went to NC State. Played in Tampa Bay a little bit. Didn't play at all last year. Mike Lennon uh, got a three-year deal, guaranteed at least $18.5 million, getting around 14 plus a year. Everyone threw a fit because it is a crazy deal for a guy that really hasn't done much. But, you know, market value-wise, not the end of the world, considering Brock Osweiler is getting 16 plus a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Browns are paying that if you missed that earlier in this podcast. Um, uh, yeah, the Bears paid Glennon a lot of freaking money. Uh, some teams just like to lose. <laughs> what do you think, Doc? You'll be surprised. I actually think he's going to do well. And, I, and sadly, sadly, I kind of agree because I liked him at NC State. And I kind of liked him in his flashes at Tampa Bay because that was when Tampa Bay wasn't that good. This is pre-Winston. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's just I still don't think he's in a good position. The Bears aren't that good. Yeah. 
that's what I'm worried yeah, about. I'd rather have Barkley there or whoever that was Barkley the one that finished up the season there. Yeah, he actually he wasn't bad. Good. He wasn't bad. No, no, he wasn't that. I'd bad. rather give him a shot and spend the money on Jeffrey or somebody else. That's what I would have done, but I'm no GM. I think I think I think Lynn's going to be okay. I think he's going to be a pretty decent quarterback. I think he's going to do. Uh, I'm not. I I, th- I think he's going to surprise some people. I think he'll be pretty good. But yeah. I wouldn't have paid him fifteen million. I mean, fifteen million a year. But I I think he's going to do pretty good. Yeah, I, it's like the only reason why I think they had to. It's market value for a starting quarterback, so that's why they had to do it. That's just game's game, right? Going to be interesting to watch, though, and the headlines are going to be freaking awesome in Chicago when things go south. That's all I got to say. Yeah. It's going to be fun. That's oof. Get your get your Photoshopping ready because he has the face and the hair for some fun, fun stuff, especially in the cold <laughs> weather. That he's, he's so pale already. When it gets cold, it's going to be so red. It's going to get – it's going to get bad. Brian Bullock's going to have a field day with him. <laughs> oh, Bebo's going to love him. Bebo's going to love him. Yeah, Bebo. Yeah, there's no All doubt. Right. Let's hit a few more of these signs before we wrap things up. Uh, sneaky one for uh, a little toy for the Rams. Um, Robert Woods leaving the Bills, coming to Los Angeles. Uh, getting a five-year deal. Got paid. Any uh, any thoughts on that one at all? Yeah, actually, Woods was actually rumored to have uh, – there was rumors that in, that New England had an interest in Woods. Um, he's pretty decent. He's he's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, they can't get any worse than what they had. And I think a lot of it was Fisher. So, um, we'll see. But Jared Goff still has a long way to go. But we'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah, Goff showed signs of life. I thought uh, off and on towards the end there, uh, given you know that yeah. line. Yeah. That, 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 that line was horrific. Um, yeah, you can't do a lot if you have no time. But uh, I, I get him some weapons and an O line. You never know. But uh, another signing that took me off guard. I didn't even know he was a free agent, and I thought he would never leave where he was. But he's a kicker, so no one really pays attention to kickers, I guess. But as as uh, as you know, there are people too. Um, Steven Hauschka going to Buffalo. Uh, Dan Carpenter kicked there and messed up a lot. And as a former Dolphin, I understand these things. Um, that's a big signing. Even though he's a kicker, I think that's a scary good signing for Buffalo. Yeah, because he can he can kick in foul weather. But then again, he did cost Seattle some games. True. And at the, last year, he cost him against um, the Cardinals. And um, yeah, that Cardinals game was disgusting. Yeah, he's a pretty good kicker, and he can kick into in some pretty harsh conditions. So, um, yeah, Bills Mafia will love him. Yeah, Bills Mafia is going to feel they 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 love everybody by about half time. Sorry, blocked out. Um, was let go by the Vikings. Any idea where the hell he goes? Because you know everyone wants him to go to Dallas because Jerry's always loved AP. To back up, you know their little their, their toy there, Ezekiel. But that just seems like a waste of space. Um, any any idea with AP? Um, well, he said that he'd take a a, a price cut to come new to New England. Um, 
I wouldn't mind seeing it, but he's got fumbleitis. Um, in those big games, he's been prone to fumbling. Um, I'd like to see him in Oakland or Las Vegas, wherever. I'd like to that's see not him bad, in Raiders uniform. Murray's a free agent, so that's not a bad fill-in right there. That's a really good move. Behind that O-line, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, that's very good. That's scary good. Didn't even think about that. That's why you're an NFL guy, Doug. Um, another <laughs> one. How can we not not talk about this one? We'll we'll probably end it with this one. Actually, yeah, we'll end it with this one. Tony Romo. Tony Tony okay. Romo. All the rumors today. Okay. All the rumors actually started yesterday. Tony Romo was going to be released today by the Dallas Cowboys. Well, they decided, no, we're going to try to trade him. And I think they really decided they're going to try to trade him when the Browns saved him and freed up space with the Texans because that's one of the teams that wanted him badly. So that opened the door. And now I'm like, why would we just let him go when we might get a draft pick that worse? We'll get something out of it. So I think that looks like the logical move at the moment. That might be where you're going to go mm-hmm. with this. But um, if it's not Houston, which it might be, what do you think's going to go on with Romo? And we all know his back is – like he's literally one hit away from being paralyzed right now. I think he just needs to retire, but it's just like fighters. We say with fighters, they don't know when to quit. Um, what, what are you thinking with Tony? I hope he succeeds wherever he goes. I do not want to see him go to Denver. Yeah. I don't want to see him go to Denver because I, I, I fucking hate John Elway. But um, if I were Dallas, if I were Dallas, I would uh, trade Tony Romo. I'd, I'd just put it, put this out there. And if, if Houston bited, then take the deal. Tony Romo for Jadavian Clowney. <laughs> if they did that well, well, they're not the Cleveland Browns, but or or uh, or, or, or Tony Tony Tony. Uh, how about this? Tony Romo and yeah, third round pick. Yeah, yeah. You might have to sweeten it up. I th- because Dallas got to get a pass rusher. They have to get a pass rusher. And and Clowney Clowney was really starting to to come on last year. He was making some plays, and um, but I don't think Houston's going to get rid of him. But no. um, I think I, I hope I hope Tony goes to I I, to, I hope Tony goes to Houston. I hope he does, and yeah, see what like- see what Houston can actually do with a with a with a legit quarterback. They have a decent offensive line, so let's see what he can do. But um, we'll see what happens. I don't know. But I, I, I really, honestly, I think what Tony Romo did um, with the whole Dak Prescott situation, went in front of the press conference and made that thing, that was like a huge – that's super class act. And not, he didn't have to do that. But I really – I'm kind of rooting for – at roots for random people. Like I'm rooting for Russell Westbrook. I root for – um, you know, I, I root, I'm rooting for Tony Romo. You know, I really am. So, um, I hope he does well. 
and I wouldn't mind seeing him get in a ring. No, I I can I can get behind that. Um, I I do think he goes to Houston, especially after that trade took place today. That pretty much, in my opinion, puts the writing on the wall. It's just a matter of mm-hmm. what other piece falls into play. It would be in, amazing if somehow Clowney came into that. But um, yeah, I'm glad you said it. I was going to say something. The way he handled the Dak Prescott thing, I've always given Tony shit. I've always just the way he's his mannerisms, the kind of babying of certain things and everything. And, and it doesn't hurt that he's on the Cowboys. Everyone wants to get the Cowboys shit. It's just the way it goes. Um, but the way he handled the Dak thing, that press conference that he called on his own basically was one of the single most professional sports things I have ever seen in my lifetime. And yep. one of the single most professional sports things you can Google out there that's available, saved in most lifetimes. Um, and then if you look, I believe it came out today or yesterday, he did a video saying goodbye to Cowboys fans. A personal video. Oh, that's cool. Which, that's cool. which was almost just as good as the Dak Prescott press conference. Um, so, awesome. wait. The way he has handled this whole transition to leaving the team, to, t- to letting Dak take over the team, it has made me a Tony fan as well. I am completely on board with everything you have said. As much as I've given him shit over the time, and a lot of it had to do just because he's on the Cowboys. It had nothing against yeah. Tony. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's like how I root against like the Yankees yeah. shit. And it's like I've said a million times about the Dodgers, I like Clayton Kershaw. I have nothing against Clayton Kershaw. It's right. I hate the Dodgers. It's like there's things you just – I like Tom Brady. I hate the Patriots. It's just the way shit works. Um, yeah. But, yeah, thousand yeah. percent on board with you there. All right. Well, we ran through that quickly. There was a shitload of stuff, like we said, that has taken place. I just – we kind of just scrolled through it all. We probably even missed some of it. Um, there's probably going to be a million more things that take place in the next few days. It's hot and heavy. Um, Doc and I have talked. We're going to try to try to get Doc back on again here every couple weeks or so um, as the football season approaches. Last football season, we had I had Doc on every few weeks or whatever on bench with Bubba. So we'll get Doc back on some more. It was awesome. Any final words, big man? Uh, no, no, um, man, just, just be thankful that like the champions league Barcelona game wasn't on today with that, the college tournaments and holy shit, man, Twitter would have been broke. Oh, cause that think, was amazing. Did you see Kansas lost to TCU? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Jamie Dixon's up to his old tricks, man. Like, yeah. One thing after that? another. How about, how about that? My goodness, it's just one thing after another. But, um, yeah, March Madness coming up. Brackets come out Sunday night. It's just March. It's a great sports month. It's just getting wild, folks. Getting wild. Uh, NFL draft, first weekend in April, same time as Final Four. It's going to be wild. Good UFC card this weekend. Everybody enjoy. Uh, Doc, as always, thanks for joining, my friend. Um, This was Ben Stokelba. Episode 27, a little UFC talk, tons of NFL news. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you all later.
Life's better with an auto policy from American Family Insurance. No matter what dreams you're driving towards. That's because our expert agents will make you feel totally protected with the right auto coverage at the right price. You'll also save up to 23% when you bundle auto with home. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.